If you're listening to this on the day that it was released, you know that tomorrow is December 1st. And yesterday I got a text from a friend and it was like, oh my gosh, did September and October even happen? I feel the same way, don't you? You get to the end of the year and you're like, wow, what the heck happened? Time just flew. It flew by. And I know that we all want it to slow down. And the truth is, usually it's just not going to. We get busier and busier. And our family of six feels the same exact way. It's why we know that the secret to slowing it all down lies in taking time to gather moments, the small ones, the car ones, the front porch sitting ones, the time where you just stop what you're doing and you sit down and you have a snack together and you look in each other's eyes. We all know that those small times together hold so much goodness. If you have not grabbed Together for Advent yet, that starts tomorrow and it's okay if you get it late because I will send you a couple of digital copies of each day to get started before you have the physical product and then you'll have those stickers to count up to Christmas on that Advent wreath poster. And that, of course, is a fantastic way to slow down and to gather more deep conversations, deep connections in the small moments you find this crazy busy Christmas season. If you don't grab the physical product, head over to togethermoments.com slash holy moments and download your free printable of all those sweet little slips of paper that you can put in the jar next to your nativity to gather small holy moments and write those down and and just take time this advent to notice and recognize the things that are happening around you every day that actually do point you to Jesus and point you to more love of God and love of neighbor and of course stronger family built on the values that you really want. I always make these episodes about things that you guys either approach me about, comment about conversations I'm having with friends, or just things that our own family needs. And typically, it's it ends up being all of the above because we all feel the same way and seek the same advice and encouragement as moms and trying to build these faith-filled families. So today, I'm talking again about Advent, but if you're listening to this later on and it's not Advent season, that's okay. I it, It'll still apply to you. I was sitting at Mass this past weekend and our deacon gave a homily that I sat and listened to and I, I just loved. It, it's about the season of waiting, which of course encompasses Advent. But I, I sat back and I was like, okay, I, I want to incorporate this into the podcast this week. It's such a good message of what that time really brings us, what a gift it is to ourselves and our family when we don't always look at that period of waiting as something to bring anxiety or or something that we want to wish away because we're waiting on something so good or whatever, that we really take advantage of seeing the goodness and the gift that that season brings to us. And Instead of me trying to rewrite what he said or restate it, I grabbed Deacon Henry after Mass and I said, hey, I loved your homily and I want to use it on the podcast. Would you mind recording it for me? So he did. And let me give you a little background on him. Um, 
he, he's been at our church for a long time since Anna was in kindergarten. I met him on his very first day at our church and introduced myself and we've become good friends ever since. And he actually was the one who I sought out to help me with Together for Advent and Together for Easter. I wanted him to help me edit it. I wanted it to be non-denominational and just be able to reach every family. And he really helped make that come true for me. And so what you see is part of his help when you use together for Advent and together for Easter for your family. And I think it turned out beautifully and I hope that it blesses you all this season and at Easter time and the fruits just go with you all year. But I know you're going to love this episode, whether it is right now during Advent season or later on sometime in the year that you catch this episode. Whatever it is, it's going to inspire you to look at that time of waiting through a different lens. Come along, friend. Let's grow. Welcome to Families That Stick Together. Just step right over the random pile of clothes where it looks like all my kids melted. Turn right past the pile of papers still out from last month's school project. Maybe don't look at the sink and make yourself at home, friend. This is where our family of six hangs out. It's where our real life happens. Stay long enough to be reminded of what we both already know, that swimming upstream is not without much work and grace, but it does come with friends who are rooting you on just as fiercely as the way you love your strong family. We work together here as friends so we can get to the end knowing we did well. Come along with us to gather together to grow through it all. Welcome friend with your laundry, your running shoes, or your cup of coffee. I can't wait to spend my time with you. I know you're going to love this episode with my dear friend, spiritual advisor, the person who helped me to edit Together for Advent and to gather for Easter, and deacon of our church, Deacon Hudson Henry. This is his reflection of Luke chapter 21 and the Advent season. At the time of the economic crash, there were five children, all girls. Jean was the oldest at nine, and Sarah was just a newborn. The family lived in a four-room apartment that had no central heating, and the refrigerator was an icebox on the back porch that had to be padlocked at night so that the other poor wouldn't steal their food while they slept. There was no work available anywhere. The parents cashed in their small insurance policies and sold a few pieces of gold jewelry they owned just to buy groceries. Whatever clothes they had had been outgrown by someone else and shoes were often the wrong size. The gas and electric bills weren't paid and they were forced to use a kerosene lantern to see by night. On the coldest nights of winter, they all slept in the kitchen around the stove, the only source of heat. Out of sheer desperation, they sought public relief. And before welfare could be collected, an agent visited their apartment and opened all the cupboards and drawers to determine if they were destitute. And indeed, they were. Christmas that year was homemade, old dolls and toys refurbished. They waited and waited for the worst to be over. It wasn't the end of the world. 
It just seemed like it to them. Sometimes life feels like the world is shattering and collapsing, and there are people who long for the end of the world as, as they know it. Many of us have experienced this kind of world and understand what our final end might be like. When hope is all but exhausted and we look around and see that everything still seems normal, but for us, the world has stopped. When the small shadow appears on the MRI after years of remission, when we're on the verge of losing our home because the bank says, time's up, when we wait for the doctor to call on the blood tests, when we wait in anguish for the sound of the car pulling in the driveway, when our 17-year-old daughter is hours late getting home. And so we wait. We know not all waiting is unnerving and fearful. Sometimes we wait in joyful hope and expectation for a pregnancy to end and labor to begin, for the grandparents to arrive on their annual vacation visit, for Christmas morning after weeks of eagerness and excitement. But wait, we must. It seems so unavoidable in this life. And none of us waits very well, whether it's standing in line at the grocery store or waiting for winter to end and spring to begin. Waiting has a way of taking hold of us and demanding all our attention. It tests our patience and can sometimes feel like solitary confinement. We do anything to avoid it and fill our lives with great amounts of activity so that we don't have to think about it. We hurry through life and we stress and worry if we're doing enough. And all the while, we're waiting. Today begins our Advent Waiting a four-week-long sprint, racing breathlessly to the Christmas finish line. Even as we do so, the days grow shorter, the darkness grows longer, and nighttime takes over. There is a sense of losing what precious little time we have. And into our stressful and anxiety-filled lives, Jesus issues a stern warning during this season in the most disturbing language, striking fear in our hearts. On earth, nations will be in dismay. People will die of fright in anticipation of what is coming. Be vigilant at all times and pray that you have the strength. Few of us take these words seriously. Oh, maybe those who first heard them who were enduring terrible suffering and wanted to know when the world was coming to an end. But even they grew weary of waiting and wondered if these things would ever come to pass. The truth is we all wait for Christ to return. We all believe that God keeps his promises, perhaps just not in our lifetime. So, you know, maybe this is not about earthquakes and pandemics and Category 5 hurricanes, raging wildfires, unlenting rain and floods, and the world coming to an end as we know it. Maybe this is not about looking up at the heavens for Christ coming in a cloud but rather redemption and promises kept. Maybe this is not about what Christ will do and when he'll do it, but about what we should be doing right here and right now. And maybe this is not about being alert and keeping our eyes open for what will happen in the future, but about finally seeing what is already right in front of us. Advent is a gift, a precious gift of time. Time to straighten out what is not yet right. To overcome that one struggle, that one area of darkness. To heal what we've broken. To forgive. 
to be less addicted, to be more chaste, to be more generous, to bring Christ back into our lives as if this Advent were our very last Advent. It's a time to interrupt our Christmas race and look into our lives, no matter how shattered or wonderful they may be, to find Christ with us. Christ who once came, Christ who still comes to us in the broken places where we know we can't make it on our own. Christ who comes to us in those moments when we look beyond our own needs to see the needs of another. Time passes for us all, no matter how quickly or how slowly that may be happening, and we wait, knowing that the world can end for us at any time, that time when we will come face to face with Christ. We wait for him who keeps his promises, and we dare not be caught by surprise. So the question is this, how will we wait? How will we use the gift of time we've been given to us this Advent? If you love what you're gathering through these episodes, please screenshot, tag us, share with friends, and leave a review. It is the best compliment you can give us. It is so encouraging, and together we can help grow stronger families. Be sure to follow us at Together Moments on Instagram and Facebook. Leave us a DM. Check out all our incredible games and tools and your free family resources at togethermoments.com. As always, Take time to gather, together to grow, and speak the words that matter.